0: McHenry host of The Writer's Voice and my guest today is Carol Bumpus who is a novelist and she writes culinary travel memoirs. How are you Carol?
1: I'm good thanks for having me on.
0: Oh glad to have you. Now you do something different from anybody else who's been on the podcast so writing about food and writing about travel. You have a really interesting story about how you got into that so I just want to jump right into that. Why don't you tell everybody how you got started doing that?
1: Well, to begin with, um, it started a number of years back after I retired as a family therapist. And my husband invited me to travel to Italy for a month. And so that's actually leading into the very book that's going to be coming out in one week. (laughs) And on the 27th, anyway. Right, a week from today. Yeah, exactly. So um, what happened on that trip, though, was I had moved away from being a family therapist, but I still was focusing on families, and I was wondering what is it like to live in those homes and eat that food, and and so my question to people as I went through the villages was to ask them what kinds of foods did they serve as parents, and what kinds of foods did they learn to cook when they were at their grandmother's stove, and what brings family to the table. So I figured that. For most places in Europe. And this was Italy. And then I went on into France and I interviewed about 45 families in Italy and about 75 in France. And each one um, had wonderful stories to share and tell. And But the easiest way to make access to them and to have them open up about their family was to talk about food. Everybody wants to tell you their favorite recipe. Everybody wants to tell you what it's like to sit down at this table with this family, and oh my goodness, what fun we had. So that's how it began. And it wasn't um, intentional. Um, It just absolutely happened that way. And so some of those particular memorable interviews showed up in a number of my other books. And now, in fact, one of the interviews was the key to my historical novel. A cup of redemption. And it was started out the same way. What kinds of foods did you serve your family as a young wife? Well, the French woman told me it was during World War II when we were lucky to have a potato or two. And so it was listening to their answers and realizing there was so much more than just this flip question about what kinds of foods. It was really listening to their history and understanding who these people were, of which I found absolutely joyful.
0: So it sounds to me like you're weaving a number of threads throughout your writing. You're weaving, of course, the relationships and and the emotions and the feelings of the people, which is important to you, plus the history, which is important to you, plus how the food kind of is the glue that keeps it all together. That's right. So you do a lot of intensive research then. How long does it take you to write a book?
1: <laughs> Do you really want to know? Well, I probably start this book that's coming out now. I actually did the trip in 1998. Okay. But I did a number of other trips after that into France and then back into Italy. Mm-hmm. And those some of those stories came out first okay. uh, before this one, partly because I was focusing on this elderly woman, French woman's story. And Mm -hmm. then I needed to focus on all of the interviews that surrounded that story. So that came out in the next, uh, the two books that were the the first two books of this Savoring the Old Ways series. Mm -hmm. And you can see some of the posters behind me. Uh Those two on either side are both the actual French stories, the actual French interviews that I did in traveling back and forth across France to figure out what makes a family work in this particular region. And then there were so many other themes that came up. I was just embracing all of the, not the haute cuisine, which is the restaurant French or the restaurant kinds of uh, Mm -hmm. cuisine, but it was more of the traditional. It was going to the family table. What traditionally were they eating? And so that was really what I zeroed in on. And You learn so much about a culture by knowing their region, their history, but what do they put on their table? And what do they celebrate? And so that's how this all came about. It really is a mishmash of wonderful responses from these folks. And I couldn't leave anyone behind. So I'm scooping them up as I go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's obviously research for future books, huh? Absolutely. I've got several more uh, ready to go or
1: almost ready to go.
0: So tell us about the similarities to writing historical fiction, which your first novel is. So tell us about the similarities in the types of writing you're doing now with these travel, food, culinary, memoir type books. You know, what's the same as a novel and, and how's the process different?
1: It was quite different. I had never written anything before, and I start out with a historical novel. And the reason I did that was because this woman that I had interviewed had just died. And her story was so compelling, I could not not do it. Mm -hmm. It was really just, that's what I'm saying, is that I could not ignore her story. Mm -hmm. It was just so compelling. So I started with hers, but I had never written a novel Mm-hmm. and i had thought maybe i would write a biography but then as i did research then i found out there were a lot of family secrets and so it was something that i needed to not tell the true story or the real story in in that same way but i needed to go back and tell a story that was fictionalized to some degree so it wouldn't impact the families that are still alive mm-hmm. Plus, there was a lot about her life during World War II and being a single mom in Paris when they were invaded by the Germans. And how do you handle that? What do you do? So for me as a family therapist, I'm wondering, what was that like for this young gal? She was 18, I think, or maybe not even that old, uh, when she's suddenly strapped with this young child and um, she's on her own. And having to make ends meet and survive. Mm-hmm. And so it was getting into her head. That's a different kind of writing. And the rest of the writing was much easier in many ways because I could just use the words that they were giving me. And people were just so delightful. One of the things that I learned is that when you are invited into someone's home, you are invited into everybody's home as far as they are very welcoming, they are very, um, happy to see you. They embrace what you're doing. And there is no qualms about being standoffish or being reticent to answer your questions. People were just absolutely thrilled to be asked about their own lives. And they had wonderful lives. They had wonderful, very, very interesting lives. And yet they were common men. And so it seemed to me that Some of those stories needed to be told. And so it was, it behooved me to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think what you're saying is your own way of saying that as a writer, you write what you have to write. Yes. Something calls to you. Okay. Whatever the emotions are, whoever the people are, whether they're real or fictional, whether you have to create them because of some impetus or some whatever, um, so it sounds to me like you're just called to write certain stories and there's, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So even though you write a different kind of book than some people may be accustomed to, you, the writer, your process and what goes through your mind is very similar to what everybody else experiences. Right.
1: And it does morph in that process. Um, uh, for instance, I had no intentions of including recipes in the back of the book. And my God, I had no idea how much work that was going to be (laughs) or how much testing of recipes and translating all of these recipes. But the fact that I have them there, I think some people assume that it's a cookbook. No, it is a story of families. And oh, by the way, there's some recipes in the back that I think will be fun. It seems to
0: me the recipes is a way to validate the story, validate the people and share. Yes. Like you said, once they prepare the food, maybe it's easier to immerse yourself in that lifestyle or to envision what they were doing. Or maybe people have similar recipes or similar family histories. Don't you think that's important when you're writing? You as the writer want to identify with your reader. So the people who who can use that, you can make a link with them or you can make a connection with them. That I think just helps. That just helps. Okay, Carol, hold up that book. Let's show everybody the cover once again. It's A September to Remember, right? Correct. There you go. And that is going to be released officially next week on April 27th, which actually will be in the past by the time the podcast airs. So where can they find it? In, in good bookstores everywhere, right?
1: Absolutely. Worldwide. Good. And also it will be on Kindle. Right now it's on pre-order, but by the time you uh, broadcast, then uh-huh. it will be live and well. Let's okay. hope. <laughs> so they can find it anywhere yes
0: all that's excellent thanks so much for visiting with us i'll have to have you back again after you have another book with another new story
1: oh no pressure here right
0: <laughs> of course not <laughs> hey thank you
1: carol thank you so much linda thank you bye-bye